What's up, Asian Not Asian listeners, a.k.a. Anos, just making a quick announcement that our live stand-up comedy show, Hack City, will be making a grand return on June 25th, 10 p.m. at Union Hall in Brooklyn. You have to be vaccinated to attend the show, so please make sure you're double vaxxed or you got the J&J. And um, click on the link in the episode description for tickets or go to asiannotasianpod.com and click on See Us Live for tickets. That's June 25th, 10 p.m. at Union Hall in Brooklyn. Hope to see you there. You listen to famous guitars? I used to be super into guitar. But like he's what? like a. Wait, do you play guitar? Not really anymore. But I did for like a. You were really trying to get that white girl pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back with another episode of Asian Not Asian podcast, the podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues. No American cares about. It. I'm your host. Fumi Abe, and joining me today, in lieu of Mike Nguyen, is our senior horny correspondent. It is... Kanis Mobley. Hi, hi, hi. I'm so happy that... Because before, you said junior horny correspondent yeah. once, and I'm happy that I have been you restored you to senior horny <laughs> correspondent. You were the last person I did... Uh, we, last time we spoke, it was live. You, you came over to my house. Yes, I did. Yes, yes, yes. And yeah. you've been promoting since, and so congratulations. Thank you. Thank it's you, so thank good you, to have you. you. Uh, Anos, if you're listening to this on your phones right now, please take a screenshot, uh, post on Instagram stories, tag us at Asian.AsianPod. And if you're an iTunes listener or iPhone user, please leave a review on iTunes. Five stars, even if you don't like us. Okay, that's how this works, and that's how we get bigger. Um, Kenise, uh, I was so excited to have you today. Actually, before we get into that, Listeners, you're, you're probably like, wait, are you not going to tell us where Mike is? Mike is like on some vacation with his wife or something in <laughs> California and or Utah trying to save his marriage. Um, wow. No, that's not really what it is. Okay. He's, just, he's just a really good husband. And <laughs> nice. sometimes he takes her to really nice places. And I think we could all learn a thing or two. Yes. There's a reason why I've never missed a single episode and he's missed a bunch. That's, wow. that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Okay. So are you going to are you going to take this as advice and then do this? <laughs> Yeah, probably. I probably okay. I should probably. We should all go on vacation, guys. Yeah. That's really what we're trying to do. Uh, I think Mike has never really said it on this podcast, but he's a very, very good husband. On other podcasts, he'll like kind of get into it. I think mm-hmm. on this podcast, he's like a little embarrassed to get into Why it. Why would he be embarrassed to be a good? I husband? I don't know. He's a very good husband. What? Okay, I am so curious. Yeah. Just because you've said some things that make me like, I don't know if Fumi knows how to like be a good oh, be a good person. <laughs> Um, so explain to me what you perceive Mike to be doing that makes him a good husband. Well, I don't, well, he, okay. I think there's just a couple basic things like, you know, he's always texting her and making sure she's okay. And like, they hang out a lot as friends. And right. I think that a lot of that is because they used to be like best friends before they got ah, together. Okay. Uh, but he's talked about this on the Feeling Asian podcast. So definitely check that out. But he had to do a lot to get her like just a lot. I don't want to get into the details because I don't know how much he's comfortable Disclosing, even though he's talked about another podcast, so fuck you, Mike. <laughs> but like, there were a lot, a lot of barriers for him to get her, right? And so now that he got, like, because the chase, he had to fight a dragon to get her. Basically, Damn. you know, a metaphorical dragon. Uh, that's an as an Asian parent. Oh, okay. okay, okay. Like okay. he had, you know, what I mean, there were a lot of obstacles, mm-hmm. right? And so I think that's why he's so good to her because, because you know, he didn't just he get her earned like it. That. He earned it. He literally <laughs> had to. Or like the odds were, all the odds were against him. Okay. So that's why he's in this beautiful place in Utah with his beautiful wife. So. Nice. Let's all be better partners to our boyfriends, girlfriends, or whatever whatever it is that you're dating. Yeah. Kenise, before we get into it, uh, we do have to give a shout out to our Patreon supporters. I've never played this game without Mike, but this okay. will be interesting. This game is where we guess our new Patreon subscribers' ethnicities or heritage purely based on their name okay. and last name. Uh, I ex- 
expect to be canceled, and I no, no, no. will move forward with it. I'm still going to play this game. Even this is though where your career gonna, ends. Yeah, this is worth it. Um, okay, here we go. And by the way, Patreon, if you want to get in on this, go to patreon.com slash asian.asianpod. Give us some money, and then you'll get rewards like bonus episodes. Um, we do a monthly hangout on Zoom. Uh, we slide into your DMs. We send you video messages. It gets a little naughty. You know, okay. it's a good time. So check us out. So here we go. Okay. The, newest, the newest subscribers for this week. We got Mariel C. Just C. Just C? Just and C. The, wait, the first name is Mariel? Yeah. Uh, I can't guess her ethnicity, but I do guess that she's 80 years old. Is she <laughs> Mariel? You don't know Mariel? It's okay. I, I would agree with you if this was spelled M-U-R-E-L. Oh, it's M-A? It's M-A. I know, I know a one, but she has very old Jewish woman energy. I think this is a Jewish Asian. I okay. think that's what's happening right okay. now. Good job. Next, we have James Ligma. L-I-G-M-A. I'm going to guess Eastern European. Ooh, why? Because they have names that I'm like, I've never heard of that, and I would doubt that it's a name, oh. but then it's Eastern European. Usually, if you've never heard of it, it's like Eastern European and or like Sri Lankan or something. Yes. Yeah. This is Eastern European for sure. Okay. I, I think because we play this game, people have been signing up with like difficult, like people Ooh, with difficult names. They're trying have been to stump you? Up. Yeah. They're trying Just... to stop me. Yeah. Ligma. I don't know. Let us know if we got it. This one's easy. Jeremy Wong. That's probably Chinese. Yes. Huey Nguyen. Vietnamese. Vietnamese. Easy. Victor Tran. You know this one? Tran, Tran is is Vietnamese. Vietnamese. And I only know that. I only know that okay. because Mike taught me. That's the okay. only reason. Vietnamese. This one's wild. Jed-Angelo Quire Segovia. Segovia? Segovia is, that, is Spanish. I was like, is that the made-up country in the Avengers? <laughs> oh, no, that's Segovia. 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 This is Segovia. Segovia. Yes, 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 yes. Um, um, Segovia, I know Segovia is Spanish because there's a really famous guitarist named um, Andre Segovia. Do you listen he, to famous guitar? He's like a cla- like a very famous classical guitarist. You I used to be super into guitar, but like he's what? like. A, Wait, do you play guitar? Not really anymore, but I did for like a. You were really trying to get that white girl pussy. <laughs> <laughs> you invested time and energy. You were no. like, no, 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 no. I'm no. gonna know this like the back of my. Okay, what no, are you talking? You, you can play guitar for other women. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Name them. Is that what you think when you see a guy with a guitar? You're like white girl pussy. Yeah. Really? You think? Yes. Dan, you think? The singer Daniel Caesar, white girl posting. Who's Daniel Caesar? He's, he's like a he's like a black R and B singer, but he's well, like he plays acoustic guitar. Uh, he's you know he's he is popular among white women though. Oh, uh, shocking! Now that I'm, yeah. I did I, I do watch his YouTube like uh-huh. live concerts. Uh-huh. A lot of white women. I did not even put that together. Hmm. Oh my god, hmm. the, the acoustic guitar is racist. Did not know that. Wow. I mean, it's try- like if you play lots of instruments and the acoustic guitar is one of them, yes. then no. But if you only play the acoustic guitar, yeah. then that is what you are going for. You oh want to be a God. cool guy at a party yeah. in a girl's apartment that has Christmas tree lights strung everywhere. <laughs> Tell me I'm lying. No. Tell me I'm lying, though. I mean, I think I told you this. I, I wrote a song to ask a girl out to prom, hmm. and she definitely had Christmas lights in her room. <laughs> 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 Nailed it. Um, so this person is a... Um, is a is Spanish? a Spanish person who loves to impress white girls. Okay, yeah, and yeah, yeah. that's mm. kind of kind of person you are. Mm. And uh, lastly, we have this is what's funny. Well, it's not funny. No names are funny, by the way. No, yeah. Artemis Han. Han is Han is Chinese or Korean? I think Chinese it, or Korean. It could be either. I okay. think. But the first well, name was Misha Han. What's he? I thought he was Chinese. I think he's Chinese. He, this could be Chinese, Chinese via but... a, uh, Hawaii. Well, see, this is where you have to you know, this is like the SAT, right? You take you have to use contextual clues. Yes. Artemis. What kind of an Asian per- Asian parent would name their son Artemis, which Porky. I believe is a Greek god, right? Artemis? Yes. So probably not Korean because Korean people are super into like 
uh, Jesus. Oh. So you, that's why you get a lot of like Eunice and uh, a lot of like Christian names. You know, David. A lot of David. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. yes. Artemis, I think this is a, like, I think I know a, a Chinese immigrant family who was like, what's the whitest name? And then <laughs> read a book about Zeus. I mean, maybe it's like half, and they're respecting both cultures. So, like, Ooh, you think it's Greek, half Greek? Half Greek. Didn't even think about half, that. Half, you Didn't said even Korean? Didn't think about that. Half I, Greek, half Korean. I think, I think it's Chinese. I think it's oh, Chinese. half Greek, half Chinese. Wow. And they're like, the dad is Chinese, and the mom is like, no, we got to get some Greek in this We got to get in this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you think you're going to just like, deny my culture? No, 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 no. Oh, shit. We're, put, we're making it double ethnic here, okay? Damn. Yeah. Artemis, we, we solved it. We you did. are a half Greek, half Chinese person, diaspora. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was amazing. Well, I haven't played this game with uh, another person besides Mike before. It's so interesting to see how well people's brains work in terms of reducing people's names. And it's yeah. uh, you did a fantastic job. Thank so you. Thank you. let us know if you got it right. And if you want to get in on this game, go to patreon.com slash Asian, not Asian pod. Uh, on to our show, our show slash main course. Um, man, it's like, it's so good to see you. You're really one of my only friends who... Uh, uh, from time to time, check in on me. You know, no one else checks in on you. No, no one else checks in on me. <laughs> not even Mike. Not even Mike. Mike checks in on me when he's like, sure "You owe me like money." Not dead. <laughs> but you do this thing where you're like checking on me, and I get really excited and respond, and then you don't reply to that. I you don't. Say. <laughs> so, so it's flaky. like a half-ass so check-in, <laughs> but even that means a lot. You know, <laughs> just a half-ass check-in. Damn check-in it! I probably do that to everyone, and I'm recognized like. I'm going through this like inventory of my life and like trying to make sure that I'm in a good place. Yeah. And I'm realizing I am a really flaky asshole. I'm a flaky asshole too. I'm a flaky asshole too. So I totally get it. I I totally get it. Um, but update on your on your life. I mean, you. By the way, last week when you texted me, because we were, I think we were here and we were like recording, and you were like, "Hey, could you take this video down from YouTube where I talk about?" Asians eating black women's asses or something. And I was like, okay, of course. And you said, I'm interviewing for a job. I just read, I, you put WWE. I, in my mind, I thought that was WWF, like the Wild Wildlife Foundation or something. And I was like, oh, I guess like you're trying to work for like a nonprofit. That, that makes sense. Like you can't have inappropriate things on the internet. Uh-huh. So I took it down. Thank you. But I realized that you don't work for the Wildlife I don't work Foundation. for Wildlife. You work for the World Wrestling Entertainment. Yes, I have just been hired by WWE. Crazy. That's uh, such a, I mean, first of all, congratulations, but also like you. kind of a random thing, right? Am yes. I allowed to say that? Yes. I mean, given like the things that you know about me yes. and like my entire life and like what I'm into. Yeah. Yes. Also a surprise for me. They did not require me to know anything about wrestling. But I do have a background in film production and comedy writing. And they're like, perfect. Come on in. <laughs> so I do have a background in beating ass bitches. Uh, I mean, I did take Krav Maga for a year. So okay, I can okay, okay. do a little. Well, um, but they, they won't. I would love it if they asked me to wrestle. They won't. Did you watch wrestling as a kid? Not at all. It was kind of big. I feel like when we were in elementary school. Yes, it was. It was remember, very, like, very remember the worm? The worm, the dance. I didn't know that was from wrestling. Yeah, that's from Scotty to Hottie was a wrestler. What? That was so he, when uh, when his opponent was down, he would do the worm. He would make his way over to the opponent using the worm and then do like an elbow drop or something. Shit. Yeah. Okay. I can do What do you think that worm. was? I thought it was like a 70s dance in the way that there's all these weird dances and you're like, I guess people were all oh. high on cocaine and they did that. Oh, I mean, maybe. I, I, didn't, I didn't actually look, I mean, I've never looked into the history of the warm because I have other things I need to worry yeah, about. Yeah, 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 you do. You do. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's from Scotty Too Hottie and that mm. guy, rest, he had like a partner. He would always re- wrestle with like one other guy. Oh, so tag team. It was a tag team and then um, he would wear like an upside down visor 
and like Oakley's. What? Yeah, Scotty Too Hotty, man. Okay. Hold on, let me see if I can find him. I, um, the, I truly know. I'm surprised about this was it. not in your interview. It wasn't. So they didn't <laughs> ask me. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Wow, yes. I don't like that. Imagine, visually. imagine being beat up by this guy. Yeah, I would feel very bad about myself. I will say, like, so I've got to write the things between, like, the mesh wrestling matches. So, like, yeah. when they're walking to and from the ring, some of the commentary that happens. Uh, oh, commentary from the the, the guys. Yeah. Oh, so, like, what do they say? Like, you're talking about, like, are you saying that there was a writer behind? Are you? Do you smell what the Rock is cooking? Like, somebody wrote that. Somebody wrote that. No, it wasn't rock that, that came up i with mean that. maybe he that was his thing from a long time ago but mm. we come up with catchphrases hand signals or whatever i really, really? don't oh god i don't know this enough so about problematic. it <laughs> <laughs> i truly i have not started yet so i don't know enough about it and if they hear this i'm really hoping they don't like revoke my offer but <laughs> i truly know next to nothing about it i'm having people over tomorrow if you want to go. watch a, a yeah to watch some wrestling that's <laughs> so funny like, be like, yeah i saw last week's match wrestle yeah yeah show. yeah i mean yeah. who's in right do you know who's like popular right now um so i am on the monday night raw team that's, that's and, a big one right i think uh so there's monday night raw and friday night smackdown okay and the people i know that are on it are bobby i mean his name is either bobby ashley or bobby lashley and i really should know that <laughs> he's like this giant black guy and he and the people who are part of his crew i know that they called or at least as of last year they called themselves the hurt business hurt business the hurt business <laughs> right that's like uh what so they took what's his they wear angle? suits and oh, they're like okay, okay, okay. we're cool like we're so he like, fights with a suit sometimes but is it like a suit but it's ripped off at the no it's not because <laughs> they haven't rednecked up the suit i don't know i mean that that's you know, don't act like that's not no, WWE. That, I mean, that's, that, okay yeah, yes yeah, they yeah. would but sometimes he's fighting in just like skivvies or whatever but sometimes he's like there's been like, oh, we're going to break out into a fight during this conversation. But like, yeah, he's wearing a full on suit and like they're like throwing each other around. And I really want to know their tailor if they're able to do all that movement and their suits still look like very yeah. um, tight. Well, that's like that's that's, that's got to be so uncomfortable. That, that sucks for yeah. the, the hurt business. The hurt business, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, let me ask you something. Are you, you, you obviously told your parents about this. I told my mom, yeah. Um, this is the general discussion I want to have. Are your parents proud now? Have they always been proud? Are they excited about this news? My about mom the writing thing? has been proud of everything I've done comedically. Really? Even when I make jokes about her, she's like, oh, I, I support you entirely. I love you so much. So do you think that, so this writing thing, of course she's excited. She's already but, told my neighbors about it. But it like did, my did it, childhood neighbors. Did it, do you think it, she's more proud of you or do you think the proud is always a constant? It's a constant. Wow. It's, like, I mean, she was happy that she could tell people when I did the Tonight Show. She was like, oh, this is a thing that I can tell our family to watch because most of your comedy is dirty and I can't tell my <laughs> conservative Christian family to watch that, but I can point them to this and they'll be like, oh, we know what she does. Yeah. We've heard of this thing that she's done. Yay. And this, similarly, they've heard of it. So they're like, that's got to be good, right? Right, right. Yeah. Um, I was really hoping you had like a sad answer. Um, <laughs> no, my family, I, I feel very bad for people whose families don't support them. But yeah, my family here's, loves me. Here's where I'm at with this. I think. Well, you know, it's, it's half on me because I don't tell them that much about it. But mm -hmm. um, my parents are proud. Um, but I feel like they're never proud in the way that I want them to be proud. How do you and, want them to and, be proud? And by that, I mean, like, for them, because they're so... A, they're not American, right? They grew right. up in Japan. So they don't really understand comedy. Uh, I mean, obviously, we have entertainment industry in Japan. But, like, I guess we don't have any relatives in the entertainment industry. So they don't right. really know how to 
measure success. Of course. But again, they do, they look at this career choice as, as I went, like, you know, if I went to banking, it would be the same thing. So for them, it's like, they were excited because, oh, you got this new job for this famous person and now you're making a lot of money. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, yes, I'm also proud that I got here from, I mean, shit, you and I started doing fucking stupid ass open mics yes. at a fucking sports bar, right? <laughs> but, like, um, I, obviously, that's like a, I'm very proud of myself too. But for me, like, I'm more, in a, in a weird way, like, I've been proud of this podcast and like, yeah, this other you've grown like, it from you know, nothing to like a really exactly big like thing, that's yeah. the thing I'm way more proud of and being able to cultivate a fan base and I and, and being able to talk about stuff like this you know yeah. like uh, I think some of the conversations we had on here and you've certainly been a guest on the episodes where we talk about really heavy stuff and and to be honest like nobody's having these conversations yeah very few podcasts Joe Rogan's not talking about it Joe Rogan is, no is trying to get no. people not to take the vaccine okay? oh god. <laughs> What that happened? just pisses me off. Like, <laughs> I liked him so much on the show News Radio 20 years ago. Yeah. And now, I, if you would have asked me then, do you think this man will try to destabilize democracy and also, <laughs> like, continue a health pandemic? I'd have been like, how could one, how could this one small time actor do that? Yeah. And now he's it's so frustrated. It's out of control. Yeah. Um, so that's what's so weird is like, and I, I, it's, it's, it's really stupid. I'm not going to like sit down and be like, I want you to be proud of me this way. Like, this is like a dumb conversation, but like, it, it does show. It shows what you would like them to value because you value it. But I think we just have different ways of understanding. Yeah. They have a different rubric, I guess. Right. They're like, well, we're like just, in, we don't know how to evaluate this, so we're going to look at your grade. And by grade, we're talking about money. Yeah, the, and, your salary is right? Yeah. And so, but it's weird because those things, and any writer knows, those things come and go. Right? Yeah. Like, I may get fired, the show may get canceled. Like That's not going to get canceled. Yeah, but he could not, I mean, I think his his um, contract is up in like 2023 or something like that. Oh, okay. So right? he may just be like, I'm done. He might be. He, he probably won't. But yeah. like, that's the thing with TV shows. You could write for Stranger Things. People are like, that's awesome. But like, hey, last season is probably this year. Yeah. So then you're out of a job again. Right? Exactly. So, that, I don't know. That's why like, this shit's more I'm more proud of this shit, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it, that's like a weird conversation to have with your parents. I think mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Do you think I should tell them? <laughs> You're not. Um, doing I don't know. I I've tried to tell my mom how I want her to love me in certain really? ways. Really? Yeah. Like this is the type of thing I need. This is not the type of thing I need. And just for context, I was just listening to your episode on guys we fucked. You're very tight with your mom. Yeah, I'm super tight with right, my mom. right, right. So this yeah. make, this is this kind of makes sense. Yeah. So like, I've way. tried to tell her like. This is the type of support I need. This is like, this isn't helpful. So like, she used to be like, well, why don't you just send a tape to Lauren Michaels? Why don't you just send him a tape? And it's like, mom, I really appreciate that. And I love you. And I know that you think that I'm talented and that like, you're like, she's better than all these people. Yeah. But that isn't how it works. And I appreciate like, but you got to stop telling me stuff like that. Yes. It's so funny how little parents understand about comedy and stuff. Because I remember like I was telling my friend's mom from Ohio about comedy. This is like, I don't know, three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh yeah, sometimes they have like writer's block or whatever. And I remember she was like, yeah, why don't you just like Google some funny jokes? Like, you know, like, they, like they're just so disconnected no. from like, <laughs> like they're just so disconnected, yeah. you know? And it's like, it's coming from the same place your mom said, why don't you just talk to Lauren? Yeah. Lauren Michaels, the executive there. producer of SNL. If you go to Yeah, you live in New York, Rock, why not grab a coffee with them? Just walk over there. Right, right, and right. what are they going to do? Turn you away? Yes, they have full security teams to turn people away. 
What does your personal care routine say about you? Whether you keep it simple or have a 10-step plan, premium grooming products make all the difference in how you look and feel. With Hawthorne, you can get the most out of your personal care routine with high-quality shampoo, body wash, and hand soaps, even a luxurious sandalwood shaving gel, all made without sulfates, prey bends, and other harsh chemicals. Hawthorne is a premium grooming brand that tailors your personal care routine to your unique profile. First, you take their quiz. They ask me things like, what kind of drinks do I like? What kind of things do I like to do when I go out? And it was actually really fun. I found the quiz to be quite introspective and like therapy. At the end, I got an essential bundle with all the products tailored to my body and lifestyle. I got this deodorant because, I don't know, the survey thought I was Mike, so I just gave it to him. Hawthorne takes the risk out of shopping for personal care by giving you free shipping on your orders and returns. With high-quality self-care products tailored specifically to your needs from Hawthorne, looking your best has never been easier. Take Hawthorne's quiz today and get started on your personalized self-care routine by going to hawthorne.co and use promo code NOTASIAN to get 10% off your first purchase. That's H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E dot C-O, promo code NOTASIAN, hawthorne.co, promo code NOTASIAN. Well, since you're the horny correspondent, yes. we got to talk about some horny shit. You okay. know how it is. There's a couple horny things I want to talk about. Because we're talking about comedians, I, I want to talk about two talk to you about this one thing that i just got into and i want to know if this is problematic okay Ooh, tell me sometimes we get toxic on this podcast oh but it's okay. okay by the way a little warning to new listeners um a lot of people a lot of, here's the thing the anals that stick with us <laughs> i think they like this podcast because there's a lot of growth on this podcast yeah uh mainly me because i'm a fucking idiot okay episode one i didn't i didn't even know what a microaggression was like, I didn't know the term. Ooh. I knew what it was. I just didn't know when, the term. When, what, what this year? was like 2018. Okay. I was like, I, um, I know you, what did it you is. start this podcast in like 2010? <laughs> or, okay. okay. I mean, 2018, people still use that word. I just didn't know what it was called. And I oh. wasn't like woke enough to like, it didn't really bother me. But also it's because like I'm from Japan. It's a whole thing. It's, right, right, it's right. different when you don't grow up here. But anyways, there's a lot of growth. But I think some people come in and they're like, why, do, why does he not know this and that? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. It's about growth on this podcast, yes. okay? If you don't, we're not perfect. We're not academics. We're fucking idiots. Kinesis is not that. <laughs> me and Mike usually. But that's what it is. Here's some growth for you. Okay, OnlyFans. OnlyFans. A Only lot fans. of comedians are doing it. Okay, yeah. I... <laughs> you started subscribing to some people you know? Yes. Okay. This and? week specifically. I, I haven't... What happened this week? Well, okay, listen. I know... I, I only know like two comedians that do it. Or uh-huh. three. And I just... I was like, cool. I never really wanted to see them naked. They are attractive, but like... One of them I'm like kind of friends with. So it's like, I'm not going to subscribe to her. Right. Even, even though I totally did this week. But uh, this other woman, what happened is, what happened is there was a gateway OnlyFans incident. Okay. I saw this girl that she's a comedian. She posted about it like a couple weeks ago. We're not going to say her name. You know, we know, we both know who we're talking about. I didn't know she had one. Okay. She made like a thing. She like made a big post on Instagram about it. Oh. She's like, I'm starting an OnlyFans, like whatever, like body positivity, whatever. Right. I believe this person is queer too. Yes, she is. I've, I've only met her a couple of times. I, I thought she was cute. But like, she used I, to date a friend of mine, yeah. I don't know her that well. So I was like, mm-hmm. let's do it. <laughs> you know? Okay. Her Instagram. I didn't know she had the body that she had. She yes. revealed some of her body on her Instagram. I said, let's do it. I don't even know you that well. So it's not weird. So okay. I, I signed up for it. But it's fucking bullshit because it's $15 a month. Uh-huh. And I'm like, let's just do it. Let's do it, bro. I sign up. What happens is she has one of those OnlyFans where it's like an upsell OnlyFans. So you sign up for 15 bucks. There's no nudes. They're just kind of like thirst traps. And then... If you want to And see then the she nudes. keeps DMing you. Not me specifically. It's like a group message. Yeah. And she says, hey, like I filmed this thing last night where I'm like playing with this toy. Here, if you want to see it, it's $60. If you want to see this, it's $15. So it's like 
I gotta pay fifteen dollars to even be in this conversation. Yeah. Um, and just as a consumer, I was like, "This is fucking bullshit." Because I feel like fifteen bucks—that's a lot. I can look at your Insta. Like, if I want to just see a thirst trap, I can just look exist Instagram. on Instagram. Yeah. 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 And she posted two of the pictures on Instagram. And you're like, so well, I'm like, "Those are the- yeah. yeah." So then I got mad. So then I followed this other person I know. Okay, yes, okay. I knew about I, I knew this person was doing it for a while. Yes, I she's been doing it for a long time. Not really, I mean, she's cool. Like, we're not that tight, whatever. Right. Then, then, I, then I was like, is this how people are doing it? You know, for the sake of business, I said I must find out. Yeah. And so I signed up for hers, and she does that too, but she also posts, like, a bunch of other, like, regular stuff on OnlyFans that should be on OnlyFans. Yeah. Um, and I was like, now this is how you run a business. Okay. This is her business. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just... Uh, Wanted to hear your thoughts on that. Is that okay for me to pay for people's comedians? Comedians only I think only it fans? is. I mean, I think like in the way that like I buy my friends' albums when they come out, <laughs> it is financially supporting them. This is like watching a Netflix special, yeah, but like on a yeah. local level. Yeah, yeah. It's a, but it's like more direct, and they'll probably get a bigger percentage of it than if you were to just watch their special on Netflix or something, or buy it on iTunes or whatever. Yeah. Um, it is <clears> something that I cannot do because I am a dirty pervert mm. and if wait, wait, I you cannot do it and you can't make one or you cannot you cannot subscribe I cannot subscribe to I don't I cannot see any of my friends naked I can't do Ooh. it because then I will only see that whenever I see them oh my god I think it's happening to me now yeah so we're like yeah. if I were to meet like I'm trying to think if I, I haven't like accidentally seen any of my friends dicks but like if I were to like I interviewed a porn star on my podcast yes and I've seen his dick so many times. Yes. And he's like talking about something like. He's like, a, I remember I, I listened to the episode. He was talking about like writing a book or something. Yeah, he's talking about writing a book. He's talking about like <laughs> different Philly shit. And I'm like, his dick. <laughs> like, I, like, like, my brain is just like penetration, penetration, dick, 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 yes, dick, yes, dick, yes, dick, yes, yes, dick, yes. dick, dick, dick. That's what his dick looks like. And so I can't, mm. I can't see my friend's tits. I don't know. Thank you. It, and it's also like a frustrating Western probably patriarchal bullshit that's still in my brain where nudity does equal sex to me. Yes. And so I don't, like, unless I'm going to use that dick, I don't want to see that dick. Whoa! That should be on a t-shirt or something. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, can that be one of your um, slogans for one of your wrestlers? Unless I'm going to see your dick? Unless I'm going to use, use that, that dick, dick, I don't want to see, see your dick. dick. Yeah. yeah. I should, um... But I, I mean, I feel like, I, like, there's a lot of female comedians who have them now. Well, th- who are the other ones? Uh, I knew she had one, but see, those are the only three I knew personally that mm-hmm. had it. And I'm gonna um, send you a list. <laughs> I can't I'll, wait. I'm gonna like go through my shit and I'll send yeah. you a list. But what's crazy? Like some of these people are like doing really well. Yeah. Only fans. Okay, so that makes me feel better. I mean, like, yeah. and and uh, these people are in the top six percent of all creators for a reason. It's but, but it's like I I kept seeing it as co- I mean one of the girls who is doing very well. Like I see why she's doing well. Like she posts very frequently and, mm-hmm. and the pictures look good. Like there was one where she like rented out a hotel and like. Like it was, she like did a whole production, and I was like, "Wow!" Like she's put more effort into this than like that show I did with her three <laughs> years ago with like four people. Like if yeah. she could have just produced that better, you know what I mean? Dad wiped your ass for years. Return the favor with the perfect gift for Father's Day from Hello Tushy. Bring your pops into the future with the brand new Hello Tushy 3.0 modern bidet attachment. It's stylish, eco-friendly, easy to install, and will help stop him from flushing his retirement down the toilet. Hello Tushy 3.0 cleans butts like a champ, but it doesn't stop there. It cleans itself. 
with the smart spray that's trademarked automatic self-cleaning nozzle. When we say anyone can figure this shit together, we mean even your parents. Yes, yours. Hello Tushy 3.0 attaches to their existing toilet with no electricity, extra plumbing, or tech support, FaceTimes, and cuts toilet paper use by 80%, so the Hello Tushy bidet pays for itself in a few months. Plus, every Hello Tushy bidet attachment comes with a 60-day risk-free guarantee. Risk-free <laughs> and a 12-month warranty. Wow, dad already got a Hello Tushy on his pot? Blow him away with an upgrade to the new Hello Tushy 3.0. If he's new to the revolution, have him join millions of happy Hello Tushy customers right now for a clean butt with every flush. Give the gift of a clean butt. Go to hellotushy.com slash ANA to get 10% off plus free shipping. This is a special offer for our listeners at hellotushy.com slash ANA for 10% off. hellotushy.com slash ANA. Ah, well, you know me, Mike. You know me, right? I and know. You know, I know. If you know this, if, if you know anything about me, you know oh, that I'm, uh, out, I'm out there. Yes. I'm out there You're pa- out there. I'm out there pounding. And a lot of people are like, for me, why are you so good at pounding? And by a lot why? of people, yeah. I always ask that. <laughs> yeah. I don't even believe you. By, by a lot of people, I just mean Mike. The secret is, it is Helix Sleep Mattress. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Why would you buy a mattress made for someone else? With Helix, you're getting a mattress that you know will be perfect for the way you sleep and pounding. (laughs) Everybody's unique and pounds uniquely, and Helix knows that. (laughs) So they have uh, have several different uh, mattress models uh, to choose from. They have soft, (laughs) medium, and firm. Uh Wink, wink. Mattresses. Mattresses is great for cooling you down if you get hot. And even a Helix Plus mattress for plus-size sleepers. Because, hey, man, everybody needs love. Just go to helixsleep.com slash Asian. Take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to the customized mattress that will give you the best sleep slash pound of your life. They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for free for 100 nights, risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it. But you will. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helix.com slash Asian. That's helix.com slash Asian for up to $200 off. And when you're doing your threesomes, mm-hmm, two mm-hmm. free pillows. Now back to this. Um, horny Girl Summer is coming up. Horny Girl Summer is... Are we, are we like, ready? I think it's Horny Summer generally. I don't think it's... Hot Back Summer. Hot Back Summer, Hot Back yeah. Summer. I've been, I told you that I have been hoeing a little bit. Nice. Uh, and we talked a little bit about how it's not as fun as people make it out to be. Yeah, 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 100%. So people in relationships have this really skewed idea of what hoeing mm. is. They think it's like, Oh man, I'm walking around and people are just like, let me get in that. And it's just <laughs> fun and there's no emotional messiness. But no, no, no. It's still the same bullshit where you're like, oh, I need like validation exchanges and like, what is the power dynamic here? And like, does this person actually like me? Even if they're just like, even if it's just for sex, you're like, do I want the sex more than they want the sex? It's yes. Like, it's yes. all of this shit and it's still there. And so you have to negotiate that. But instead of negotiating it like once or twice with one person, you've got to negotiate it with every fucking person. Yeah. And it's all, it can be very exhausting, which is why, actually, I have been not hoeing at all this summer. Yeah, I, I hoed for a little bit and I kind of stopped because I was like, I don't think this is really making me happy. Yeah, it does, it does. This thing would happen where it's like, you know, as you're flirting, you like follow each other on Instagram. You're like, oh, that's so funny. You went to whatever. And, and then yeah. like after it falls out, like they unfollow you or whatever or they block you and it's like yeah well now like this person hates me and it's like that wasn't <laughs> worth it you know yeah was it it uh i don't it's you know what's so fucking weird too is like um again tell me if this is toxic but uh <laughs> uh nothing wrong with this but like a lot of brooklyn girls like 
don't shave anymore. Yeah, because uh, why? And you're it, still going to fuck them. Like like here, like yeah. armpits. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just uh, just something like it's like a new thing. It's for a new me. thing. It's yeah. a new thing for me. Yeah. And um, just wanted, it's also what is your take on that? Shaving your armpit negatively affects the armpit skin itself. Okay. Okay. And okay. so like your ar- like if you shave all the time, you're more likely to get like razor bumps, ingrown hairs, just general skin problems. Mm. That plus putting deodorant directly on to just shaved skin is like making little cuts in your skin and making it easier for the aluminum particles that are known to be cancerous <laughs> to be like just directly input into your bloodstream. Is this what you say to your guys before they, when they ask you? They're like, yeah, oh, I you mean, don't I, The thing is, the frustrating thing is like, if I am going to sleep with a guy, I still shave my armpits, I shave my legs, I trim the pubes, I do all that. Yeah. But like, I wish I didn't have that training in me to do Ooh, that. And I it see, is I also see, a see, signal see. to other people like, hey, don't even try to date me if you're not a type of guy who can handle this. Mm, Which but- is like screening out potentially like, I mean, don't get me wrong, dudes can still be patriarchal and fuck you with hairy armpits, sure, but sure. it does weed out some of that. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I did fuck them. Of but, course you did. But, uh, <laughs> but, I was like, what, were you going to stop when they yeah, took their shirt off? Yeah, you really can't stop. Yeah, you're like, you're going to stop. I mean, you it. could like really say some racist shit, and I could just be like... <laughs> Wow. Okay, that is the separation between Fumi and myself. If you say some racist shit, my vagina will close. Yeah, you could you could be like Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. I'd be like, Shh. why would they just just name know. that movie? Just like start naming Asian actors oh for some God. reason. Yeah, that would be Rando bad. Park. That would be bad. Um. Okay, but let me ask you this. Don't. Okay, this is what I'm trying to figure out. I, I, I obviously like, hey, your body, you do you kind of thing, but. Um, is it patriarchal or like am I just I didn't grow up with a lot of hair my parents don't have a lot of hair mm-hmm. and is it okay for me to be extra turned on um, by with somebody who doesn't have a lot of hair and or shaved is that okay is that okay you know uh, I think people are allowed to have certain preferences and it's not I mean but I don't like, even think like it comes, someone, comes from like, a sexual I, place it's just like yeah like I think as what what frustrates me is when people are like, I absolutely won't date someone with a particular physical attribute. Right, right, like, right, right, if, right. If right, everything right. else is there, and but a chick doesn't shave her armpits, you're like, yeah, I'll still do this. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, you like that in the same way that like, I will date men who look all kinds of ways. My friends sure, make fun sure. of me about this constantly. Yeah. But there are some things that like, I'm like, oh, look at that because there's some things that i specifically like like when you got a tan that one time i was like what <laughs> hello a, i think you got a tan once and you decided to wear glasses one day yes and it was the best you've ever looked that's hilarious that's, i think i came out from peru or something yes. it, it lasted about three days i know and, and then, then you stopped talking to me like, <laughs> <laughs> my flirtation is over <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just but you know, but um, you know, just like we've gotten over a lot of different um prefer- sexual preferences, like it, I, I found it pretty amazing how quickly I got over the armpit thing because like after like the second girl, I was like, I guess it's kind of cute. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's not like it, it's You're not, not like, seeking a, it's, it's it not out. A man's armpit hair. Yeah, they still make it look cute. You know, yeah. like it's. I was like, hmm, I don't really. Yeah, you know. Um, so that I think that's like uh, that was like a new thing for me, but I, but it was specifically with girls from Brooklyn. Yeah, one hundred percent. There was something going on there with the with the hair movement. Yeah. Um, there's something in Brooklyn that is like, how do I put this? I feel uncool because I am not like, I'm not queer in any interesting way at all. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> and there's something that's very like, we're Brooklyn, we're queer. Half of us are bi, a third of us are gay. Yeah. There's some straights that we allow here, and there's like this 
the lifestyle well, thing, too. Yeah, it's like... It's, I mean, shit, you and I were fucking getting off of talking about um, Sky Mile points earlier. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's like the most yeah. on-Brooklyn oh thing. Oh, my gosh. I, it's so <laughs> middle of the country, but I don't care. I'm going to get as many points on American as I fucking can. I do not care. I will stay at American hotels. I will stay... I will fly American. <laughs> I will eat at the restaurants that are part of the American point system mm-hmm, until mm-hmm. I amass enough free points to go on international trips first class. That's what I want. Right, right. I mean, I don't think, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but it, it is weird, like, um, sometimes when I, if I go on a date or something, and I, like, I remember this one girl, like, I I, I was excited about writing for Corden, and I, and I told her she was just like, she could not have been anymore. Like, she was not impressed at all, just because it was just like, he's not uh, funny, or whatever, you know what I mean? And, oh like, my God. It and it's just like, oh, like, it's like a different, you yeah. know. I went on a date, and this guy was like, don't you feel like you're, like, he, Effectively, he said, don't you feel like you're diminishing your dignity writing for WWE? And I was like, um, I'm getting paid to do the thing that yeah. I've been working so on hard. for eight years. No one knows. Nobody yeah. takes that into account. Yeah. You know? And like, this is twice or no, it's three times what I make at my nonprofit job. Right. So, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to take it. Do you feel like, wait, was this person white? Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like, um, this is another thing I wanted to bring up. I, I feel like. I've got a topic here written called Dating the Whites. Nice. I, I was trying to write a bit about this. Couldn't really figure it out. I, as I was, you know, on the apps and stuff like that, I, I, I did find myself going on a lot of dates with, like, white women. And, it, well, and, and again, like, I'm trying to not do that. But holy fucking shit, they are everywhere. You know what I'm they saying? Are. And it gave me a new perspective. You know, I, I think a lot of times when, you know, when Asian women date a lot of white guys or when black men date a lot of white girls, the society does say, well, you don't like black girls, you know? Yeah. There is that. Um, which I understand as a history, and some people have a problem with that. I remember hearing an interview recently, it was actually on Z-Way show, from Rachel, who was on The Bachelorette, mm-hmm. first black girl on The Bachelorette. Um, she was saying that um, the black guys on the show said to her, either off screen or something, I don't hate black girls. Uh, yeah. Right? So that is a thing. And, That's 100% a thing. Right? Yeah. So I totally get that, but I, want, I also want to defend people like Asian women who date white guys, because like I get it, they are fucking. They're fucking. Everywhere. They are fucking everywhere. They're throwing you know? themselves at you. Yeah, yeah. Like if people keep off, like if people keep offering you a food, and you're, yeah, like, you're like, I am hungry. Well, I these, okay, these people offering take me it. food. Yeah, yeah. But I will say, like the dating apps, because I I use the dating apps. I was like, why am I, why am I only being matched with white guys? And so I went in. I made it because, like, on some of the apps, you can select you can, by ethnicity. Yes, yeah. So on OkCupid, I went and I filtered out. And I made it so that it was everyone but white guys. Yeah. And then suddenly <clears> there were all these, like, oftentimes I'm, like, passing people I've seen before, like, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But there were all suddenly all these people that I hadn't mm-hmm. seen before. Oh, so you think the algorithm is? I think the algorithm is, because if, if we're talking <sighs> about desirability politics, they want to keep you on the app. They're going to show you the people oh, that most people have swiped on, God. I think. Kidneys. This is what I think is happening. You're blowing my mind right and now. And so, right now, I think if you would like to take a break from that, or at least if you want to say, hey... I am trying to intentionally step away from what society and technology are kind of pushing me towards, then I think you've got to set up some of those filters and not forever and not all the time, but just to vary who you see because they are going to show you like you're going to just let's keep getting that dopamine hit of you seeing someone you're attracted to. Let's keep going with what everyone else has been attracted to. Which is like the blonde white woman. Yes, exactly. Holy shit. Yeah. Because it's all about keeping you on the app. It's about keeping you on that app. See? And people are always like, why are you going to make it about race? Because it is about because race. Because it is about race, dog. Yeah, it's like My 100%. God. So yeah, take that, take that extra step yeah. to like, at least for like an afternoon or one, I swipe on the toilet, one toilet session, <laughs> make it Just so it that you try. can't see white people and see who you see. Fight because I was like, 
oh, it's so frustrating because okay, Cupid, I like it because it's a match percentage thing and it's not just like no context for this person. Yeah. So like I was like, all these people who were like 98, 99, 97 percent matches with me are white. I got rid of that. And then it's suddenly like, oh, shit, there are a lot of people who are like 95 percent and up matches with me who are black, Latino, Asian. Like, yeah. All that yeah, 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 yeah. Do you think that through through dating, um, going on days like white women and stuff and just reflecting on things that are happening, it keeps. I've had this reassurance that I don't think I could ever end up with uh, what I like to call an all-American person mm-hmm. who is like what, you, what, what Tinder's algorithm would, would find the perfect match, which is like the, the, the white person with the nice family and the dog and, you know, good, like, uh, Ivy League education. Mm-hmm. Smart, but, like, maybe not 100% in touch with maybe what, how you see the world. Yeah. Right? Like, I've had so many conversations. Dude, like, this is fucking crazy. Like, when the, when the um, Asian people were getting murdered and stuff, a lot yeah. of my um, Asian female friends were posting about it. And, and just not even just a virtual signal. I think they were just like really sad. And yeah, I mean, dude, like Asian people for a long time, like we didn't even have an outlet. We didn't even know how to cry. We didn't even know how to. Right. And I yeah. think we learned a lot of it from other shitty things that's happened in America, which is so <laughs> sad. But they're posting a lot about it. And um, I guess a lot of their white friends and sometimes their white partners. This is a point on awake. I feel like a lot of times not, this is not just with Asian women. I think a lot of people of color date white people who are like kind of racist at the core. Um, yeah. And they don't really know about it. And when, I'm, when I say racist, I'm not talking about like, get out of my country. I'm talking about like at the core, the way they see the world. And this is an example. My buddy, not going to say her name. She was with this guy for like eight years. He's a white lawyer. Went to like Duke, like, like very smart, you know, rich guy. Yeah. Handsome. Like, uh, I think any parent would be happy to see their daughter date someone like that. But I guess when he was, when she was posting a lot of stuff like that, I guess he like pulled her aside and was like, I'm so glad you're like passionate about this. But, what you do makes me feel so guilty. Like you make me feel bad as a white person because you're posting so much about, uh, you know, this this murder, this this right. And I was just like, can you imagine sharing a life with somebody who and, prioritizes themselves in that moment? In this moment, in that moment, the, they prioritize themselves. Yeah, I want to start like crying I'm for her. With the existential threat to my being. Yes. Where People are being violent just simply based on how I look. Yes. And your first instinct is... What about me? Stop doing that. It makes me feel guilty. Yes. My guilt is more important than your sense of representing and, your and look, like <laughs> If this is just some random person you meet at a Denny's on a fucking like, fuck Jersey Turnpike, yeah. it's like you say, fuck you. But this is somebody you fucking dated and got a dog with yes. seven, eight years. Yes. What the fuck is that about? Yes. There was a song, uh, I think... You know that, like, the do you see the, the LA, LA Public Library released a video of these, like, Asian yes. middle schoolers? The Linda playing? Lindas, yeah. Yes, and they had a song, like, like racist Asian, Texas boyfriend. Racist, or, no, it's like, you are a racist Texas boy. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of us have racist Texas boyfriends, and yeah. we don't even fucking know about it. the events of the last <laughs> year, year and a half are really showing some people who yes. their partner is. Because yes. they did not know, or they were not aware of, like, the divide that existed because when things are good it is easy to gloss over those divides yeah. you're not seeing people in that moment of stress you're yeah. not like it's it's funny when people are doing scientific experiments and they're trying to understand where someone is and i say this because i did psychological experiments on kids yeah. when i was in college fun but yes i'm, I'm <laughs> such a healthy well-adjusted adult but 
you like distract them by having them do another thing and then like ask them the real questions or okay. ask them to do the real task that represents their beliefs. Okay. So similarly, <clears throat> like it's not useful to ask someone like when they feel well rested, well fed, when everything is going their way, what their opinions are on a variety of topics. Mm-hmm. That's not mm-hmm. ask them when like they've been working super hard, they're tired, they're already kind of pissed <gasps> off, and then you see what they really feel about it. Or alternatively, ask them like not you, not you, but like what would other people like you say? Oh, like this is honest. Like I don't ask this exactly on dates, but I do try to get to the heart of this. Yeah, yeah. But like not you, but like let let me try to understand what you think white males think, because that is actually a better reflection of what you think, what you're actually going to do and how you're like the actual framework you have in your brain. than if I asked you what you think. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. So what, what what do you ask on what do you ask on dates so like, like um, to get there? That's like so intense. Uh, I know. What do you do for a living? Also, <laughs> what do you think about Filipinos? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I will bring up something about the middle of the country. Okay. And then I'll ask them, like as a white person, like, yeah, like, oh, this and this. And they're like, Yeah, all of them like da 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 And it's like interesting. Like Oh, okay, because he put distance between... Is all, is yeah, they're, they're, everyone wants to put distance between them and ideas that they don't think are, like, the yeah. right ideas. But it doesn't matter. Like, so much of our personalities were developed before we even had language. Yeah. So, like, some of that you can't help. You have to, like, work actively against. But if you're not actively working against it, if you're just like, no, I'm fine, then, yeah, you're going to have that sort of bullshit where it's mm. about you when someone's like, my people who look like me are getting killed. <laughs> like, right, right, yeah. right, right. And I've had... This is like, no, this is a guy that I had to leave um, because it was a really bad situation where, like, I have a sexual assault history. And he did something, and I was like, you can never do that again because it just triggered a bunch of, like, shit for me. Mm -hmm. And then he, like, left the bed and got really upset and da 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 da. And this is in the middle of the night. And his whole thing was like, I'm so afraid that, like, you have, like, a big following. You're going to me to me. And I'm like, Truly, that's, I'm like reliving a rape. Thing. That's the same thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. But you're making this about oh, you and your fuck. feelings. This yeah. is not going to work out. Yeah. I. Yeah. I, that's why. Like, I think I don't know if you've like. It's like I'm sure there are white people who are more nuanced and stuff like that. Of but course. like, I I do think like, oh, it's gonna be hard to find someone like that because, um, you know, even like, uh, I, you know, I was like hooking up with this girl for a little bit, and and then I went to the one of the rallies in Chinatown in I don't know, I don't know April or something like that, and. Uh, she like texted me and she was like, "Hope you had fun or something." And I was just like, <laughs> Enjoy your march for your life. I, like, I hope you had, was it like a fun march? Not like did you Coach- meet up with friends and Coachella, like dance dog. around? Like, yeah, like that's that's what's fun. Have a fun march. But like you know, I know what she meant. I guess yes, but it's of course. Like, oh, like we're just not even on the same thing and mm-hmm. I, I can't re- how intimate can i get with not that i was trying because yes. i was just hoeing yes but let's just say i was looking for somebody right yeah not how, that <laughs> how intimate can i get with somebody who thinks i'm fucking having having fun yeah, you think it's burning a day in the park yeah, you think i'm fucking like buying t-shirts and shit yeah. you know uh, like I, oh oh another thing because i just worked so this is for my nonprofit job i just worked with an organization and they're doing work on anti-racism in the south and so like looking at white people and like what are the ways in which like white people can change their opinions? If because like a lot you're raised in the South, raised in America generally, but raised in the South specifically, like you get a lot of anti-black images and yep. things yep. that become part of your brain before you even yep. know what black is. 
So like looking at it, I think the thing that you also should test on dates is their comfort with discomfort. And I'm not saying ooh, like, ooh. like, I'm not saying like the way that like a pedophile like primes people by seeing what their boundaries are, mm-hmm. but like, can they talk about uncomfortable topics at all? Or do they try to shift it immediately away to something else? Yeah. Because like a white person who's going to have the self-awareness and like have those conversations who, who is interested in growing will be like, yes, this does make me uncomfortable. Yes, maybe even it makes me feel guilty. But I recognize that I've that this isn't about me and right. that like, OK, <clears throat> in the way that this person that I'm sitting across from has been made uncomfortable by people being racist at them. Yeah, I can have a conversation about it and sit in that discomfort. So like seeing yes. if someone can sit in that, discomfort. you know, but I, I will say like that's like, uh, you know, I think a lot of people in color can do that for certain topics. But I, I also think like discomfort is not a thing that's really taught. I almost think there should be a school a class where you just get criticized and you have to like learn how to react. Yes. And, and, and this goes for all races because like I learned how to do this through comedy and growing up. Like, so like being Japanese, like, Hey, we fucked all of Asia up. So like, I remember, <laughs> I remember in college, like my freshman dorm, I met somebody like from China. Mainland mm-hmm. China. This was, he was like pretty hardcore. He was like, he wouldn't refer to Taiwan as a separate country. Like oh, he was, yeah, he was yeah, one yeah. of those Chinese dudes, whatever. And um, when I told him I was Japanese, he's like, Oh, we got beat. And, you know, like, sometimes, like, people get really political with it. Yeah. And I think when I was younger, like, just my lack of knowledge and just, like, have, ha- never having been uh, confronted like that, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know what to do. But now if, like, a Korean person or a Chinese person, like, brings that up, like, I'll just fucking let them do their thing. Yeah. Because you also have to recognize, like, as being a Japanese person, like, we benefited from that, right? Like, there's a reason why, like, sure, Asians, nobody was fucking Asians, but there was a reason, like, when I moved here, like, Japan was cool. Like, Pokemon cards, PlayStation. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, Vietnam wasn't cool <laughs> until, like, yesterday. or You know what I mean? Until, yeah, like, I do. Whenever, like, Anthony Bourdain was like, fa- like, fa and sandwiches or whatever. People were like, oh, maybe they're cool, too. Yeah. You know, Mike always talks about that. It's like, they're cool, like, they got cool in the last year or two. Yeah. Japan's been cool since, like, whatever, you know, since the <laughs> 80s or whatever, yes. right? And that's, I benefited from that, mm-hmm. um, even in a world where people were shitting on Asians. Like, yeah. people were like, ew, dirty Chinese food, but clean sushi. Yes. That, right? Yes. And so, like, you have to recognize those things. And I, and I think that's something I learned through comedy because I would see, I would have these conversations. Mm-hmm. And, but I had to put in a lot of work to get there. Yes. But I can't see the average person knowing how to do this. Yeah. And it's... so I can't always blame them because like, I get it, dog. Like, if you haven't practiced, yeah. you're going to freak out. Yeah. Just like that guy did where he's like, well, now I'm going to get canceled. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah. And yeah. also, it was like, bitch, you have to be something to be canceled. Like, this, yeah. <laughs> this, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like a mean thing, but like, Honey, you weren't even on air, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't yeah. be oh, canceled. Was he like a comedian or like no? He was he like wasn't? he worked vaguely in art. The, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just not even good. Yeah, like like, <laughs> like not, he's not bad, but it was just like you're not. Yeah. It's not called canceling if it's just Johnny Smo walking down the fucking street, okay? <laughs> this is a great transition to our last thing I want to talk about. Yeah. This is our race news. Uh, this is not really an article, but something that I would call this a half chub. Viral tweets. Uh-huh. So you got a five hundred, six hundred likes, two hundred retweets, forty-five comments. Okay. Uh, this is a comedian friend of ours tweeted this, and it's really, really to what we we're just talking about. It's got a lot to do with white fragility. Yes. And yes, it is about entertainment, but I do think it's relatable on a more, um, just a general public level, because I, I think a lot of white men right now are feeling, and a, a, a lot of our listeners have white men in their lives, <laughs> either friends or romantic partners, whatever. Right. They're feeling a little. They don't really know what to do. By the way, our guest last week was telling me, um, she's a comedian in Sweden, and she was like, do you have a lot of white comedian friends pitching you this story about 
the white guy in 2021 who doesn't know how to deal with all this racism and doesn't know what to say or whatever. And I was like, that's like the worst fucking sitcom idea. Yeah. But like, you know, they, that's kind of where it's at right now. Yeah. Right. And our friend, I think we could say his name because it's he tweeted it. He tweeted it. And also we've had him on our show like multiple times. Oh, shit. I'm going to go and say like, I, I like him. Yeah. He's a friend and I think he's very funny. And this is the thing. You, you like them, you develop a relationship with them. And then you see some shit that you're like, the core. What the hell? Yeah, Yeah. man. I mean, I feel this was sitting there the whole time. I feel a little betrayed to be honest. Yeah. I was like, man, I thought we like, you've done our show. Like we fuck with you. Like, you know, like I didn't, I booked you because you're funny, not because whatever. But anyways, it's it's our friend Tyler Fisher. (laughs) Amazing at impressions. Very, very funny. Um, I think he's been doing kind for a long time. He tweeted, don't know what equity means. Here's my personal experience. I lost my acting agent because it's a tough because it's tough out there for white dudes. Had invites revoked on big podcasts with no long big cop big podcasts who no longer have white guys on. And get this, reply often. If you were a minority, I'd book you. Equity equals racism. And a lot of people were in the comments, not comedians, like a lot of I don't know who these people are, who these I don't know white white knights i call them on the, ooh, on the twitter ooh. are who are just like yeah i agree with you like you know it's so racist like it's like oh like black people wanted to end racism but now it's like and uh, i just i wanted i think a lot of people feel this way and um a lot of the times the conversation goes no just be good or whatever it is which i think is true um i also want to acknowledge the fact that like i do think people are looking for um diverse positions right now i don't think they're not looking for white guys i think they're just trying um, but I wanted to have a more nuanced conversation, but I, I have some thoughts, but I want to just like pass so it on to you. so many thoughts. Go off, Kenny. Okay, so it's funny to see someone post that on the same day that someone posts like a list of shows, and these aren't shows in the middle of the country where the, there aren't as many minorities, where the population isn't as representative of the overall national population. These are shows in New York and LA where it's all male lineups. So I just to see someone post that and to see this <laughs> on the same day, True, like my deep thought is in the same way that like 15 years ago it would be to a black Asian performer like hey we just don't have enough spots for someone like you mm-hmm. and that was like it's not actually in the same way you know what it's different because that was caused by racism this is something where it's like let me export a thing that I wanted to do to this national trend so I don't have to feel bad telling you that I don't want to represent you anymore. So I don't have to feel bad telling you that I don't want to book you anymore. That I don't have to feel Ooh, bad doing this. Yeah. Because yeah. truly, like, I'm like, every time I look on a major network, there's another white person <laughs> doing <laughs> something. And on yeah. all, truly, all of the shows I've done, white dudes have been there. Right. I, what, maybe, like, at a certain point, you, like, and I have to do this with myself all the time, where it's like, at a certain point, maybe it isn't some, like, grand external conspiracy against you Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. maybe it's that they're not looking for what it is that you do yes and it's easy to say hey it's because you're a white guy (laughs) right i i i do think it's misplaced frustration and anger and i mean i think maybe his agent should have told them the truth the trend is going this way i'm a manager for a comedian i need to make money yeah so i'm gonna book these queer asian kids on tiktok but also look know, at I, w- I would like him to in a year look at who the roster of people that manager is representing because i doubt that there will be no white men on sure, it sure 100 sure. percent. so you simply have to compete for a like if we're if we're using a pie metaphor which i don't really believe in because i think that like if 
with a pie, if you take a slice, somebody else doesn't get a slice, whatever. Okay. Uh, but I think he's thinking of this as a pie, so I'll use that pie metaphor. Your percentage of the pie was 90% of the pie, despite the fact that you are, what, 25, 20, probably at this point, because we're getting closer and closer to minorities no longer being the minority. Right. You're, what, 28%, of 29% the, yeah. of the total pie? You were getting 90% of the pie. So you could have been at a lower level and still getting a piece of mm-hmm. that pie. Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry that the pie has shrunk to be, and it's not, it's not even, it's not 29%. It's still 50% of the motherfucking pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh no, I guess I was in that bottom 40% yeah. that didn't get taken along with that. 100%. Well, then do what I had to do. <laughs> get rejected all the fucking time yeah. and work harder. <laughs> like, I, I think it's like, it, yes, it's easy to be like, there are more, like POC people, it's it's not just that. It's just like there are just more people trying to make it. And more people yes. are in it, and so they're taking more of the pie. So yes. Just, just think of it as just more competitors like I've had to do my entire fucking career yes. here. Where they were like, hey, we've got a spot for exactly one Asian. Yeah. And having to compete with truly every other Asian for yeah. that. And now it's like, oh, we're trying to take the funniest. And you've got to grow the fuck up and do that. Like, Yeah. I, I think, like, um, Mike said this last week when we were talking about it. We didn't get to talk about it on the podcast. But what's also weird is, um, you know, he said equity equals racism, right? So, so what I want to also address is if a bunch of black people get together and say, we only want to book black people, uh, this is the truth. That is not racist. Okay? Yeah. Because they're just trying to do their thing. Maybe they're trying to produce a black story, whatever it is. And they're that's what's so... I think that's hard to understand for people sometimes. The audiences, in a way, like, my whole childhood, I had to watch shows that said, what you need to do is you need to project yourself into a white character, because we're not going to represent you. We're not going to show you. You need to put yourself in the mindset of this white character if you want to feel represented by any story at all. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We're not going to cater to you. We're only going to cater to white people Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in this way. Mm -hmm. You've got to change in order to access access this. Now, it's simply that they're like, oh, shit. Black people buy things. Asian people buy things. Yes. Let's yes. make things for them that speak to their experience. And I'm sorry, Tyler, you can't do that well. Right. And if I'm right. going to be making things, I'm a big network. I'm fucking Netflix. If I'm going to be making things and I know that black people are paying this much, I'm sure as shit going to make sure that I have content for them so they keep giving me that fucking money. Right, right, and right, right. I, I'm sure that he is, he is very funny. <laughs> But yeah. he can't write about black women's hair. He can't do it. <laughs> he can't fucking do it. Not from a place of knowledge. Not that right. he uses the nuances of truly 30 years of experience to yeah. do that. Yeah. And so it's like, I, that's not racism. It's that not is, racism. Honestly. That's what's that, so cool. I think that's hard. I, I truly think that's, it's, it's very obvious to me. Yeah. That if there was a show called, like, it's, it's like there's a show called Asian AF. And it's like, why aren't there hate people on that show? You know what I mean? It's like saying that. Yeah. It's very obvious to me. But I think for some white people, that's like hard to understand. It's like, I thought we we're trying to be equal. You know, yeah, they don't understand what equality means means, to them. Equality means people come to them. They willingly give Mm -hmm. out of the kindness of their hearts a little bit of what they have, but certainly not all of it. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) And certainly not more than they want to give. Yeah. It means, okay, like in the 50s where like you can now come into our restaurants like that's what that's what equity means. You can come into the restaurants that we own, that we get to decide all the details for, that we get to that are built for us. And now you get to be here versus like there's a fucking black restaurant (laughs) like that that was made purely because we were excluded. Yeah. And our experiences are different largely because 
you made sure they fucking were. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude. I mean, I, I've had like a couple of white, white dudes hit us up and like, can I do your podcast? I want to promote my thing. And, you know, we always try to figure out an angle. I, I, I mean, we've had white guests on here. We've never had like a white guy. Happy to if there is a, if, if there is a right angle. But that angle times, has to exist. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, also, like, and I, I've said no because, like, oh, I don't know if it's a good fit or whatever. And be like, man, that's so racist or whatever. But it's like, this is an identity podcast. Like, what the? Yeah. I literally made this podcast because I looked on the podcast charts one day and I was like, there's literally no podcast that talks about this kind of thing and is popular. Yeah. Right. So here I am making my own opportunities because they didn't give me one. And then you're gonna get at me. You're gonna come at <laughs> me because it's not, it's not the right fit for you. Yeah. Like, like, you know what I mean? Just like, it doesn't make any sense. It's called Asian, not Asian. What the yeah, fuck? What do you fucking want, dude? Like, <laughs> also, okay, so, and here's, here's the thing. It's like the double-edged sword of actual racism, not what he's calling racism. Yeah. yeah. Wherein you, your whole life, has a, have assumed that whiteness is the base. Yeah. That that is the thing that everyone should come to. And so now when you make things, you're like, okay, I'm being equal. I made the base, which is a air quotes white thing. and to be nice, I'm including other people, you know? I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I don't think I'm articulating this well, but mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say is that, like, because you've made yourself the neutral and everyone else has to be specific, when they do something, that is going to also be specific. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That's what yeah. yeah, like, yeah. It w- if you wanted to make stuff that was just white, honestly, you kind of have been, but you've been saying that that's the base. Right, right. And now you've included other people in the base, but... These other add-ons, yeah, they have to do something too. Yeah, yeah. you're saying like like other people are trying to make like a new neutral, new base. Yes, and that, that, that's rubbing them the wrong yes. way because yes, like I thought this was the th- you know. Yes. Yeah, I mean, um, shit, man. I'm this. This has got to be a character on your WWE at some <laughs> point. <laughs> Uh, my God, this is so great. Thank you so much for coming on. Of course. Uh, I love this podcast. It's so great. Hey, um, Anals, follow me. Yes, where can our fans find you and your work? And where can they watch the WWE thing that you're going to be working okay, on? Okay, so you can find me on all of the platforms at Kenise Mobley. That's even Venmo, baby. Give me money. Um, <laughs> and you should listen to my podcast, Love About Town. You should also watch my Instagram live show, Fumi's Been On It. Hell yeah. Uh, it's called Make Yourself Cry, where people who like things are able to show me a notoriously bad crier, what makes them cry, and see if it brings me to tears. It's great. Definitely check it out. Um, yeah, that was super fun. Hell yeah. Really crazy. We, showed, we looked at some like World War II films and shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like a real bleak. It did. It did. Uh, as always, you can follow me on Instagram at the Fumiabe. That's T-H-E-F-U-M-I-A-B-E. Follow us on uh, Instagram at Asian Not Asian Pod. Follow Mike on Instagram at Nice Pants Bro. Also, I forgot to do this up top. Shout out to uh, Canal Street Market and Canal Street Radio. They're right here. Um, check them out at Canal Street Market on Instagram. And also their market is open. They have some vendors. So if you're in New York City, come check them out. Uh, they're at 265 Canal Street off any of the Canal Street spots. Uh, Patreon people, thank you for donating. Join us if you are not one already. Patreon.com slash Asian Pod. And we are going to do a live Hack City in June in Brooklyn sometime. Hell yeah. So when we confirm, we'll let y'all know. But you have to have a vaccinated pass to get in the show. So I'm just giving you a heads up. Um, get vaccinated, please. Even have your card or New York has this thing called Excelsior Pass. Have you seen that? No. You just go to the website and you can get, it's kind of cool. I'll show you my phone. It's like a uh, Apple wallet thing. Oh. Where it says you got um, vaccinated. But I it, did get vaccinated. But it tells you where it, when it expires and it only lasts six months. Oh. So I think we have to get another shot. Shit. I think that's what that means, which makes sense, I guess, because yeah. the virus keeps changing or whatever. But, Jesus. Um, anyways, you got to get one of those. So please come out. And um, this was amazing. This is amazing. We love you, Kenise. We love you, Anals. We'll see you next week. Bye.